Welcome to Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Cyber and the Antioch Movement. Whether this is your first time with us or you've been with us for a while now, our desire is that by the end of our time together, you can say that you've fallen more in love with Jesus and have a greater passion for Him and His purposes in the earth. Thanks so much for joining us. And we hope that you enjoy today's episode. Hey, everybody. Uh, Instagram live with my buddy Francis Chan. I think he's on. There we go. All right. We got it, man. Yeah. <laughs> Two old guys trying to figure out Instagram. It's good. Yeah, you're doing it. I'm I'm proud of you, man. Your your Instagram skills are increasing. Yes, yes. I didn't even need my You didn't even need your assistant, full team. You did it by yourself. There you go. So where are you in Israel still or where are you? I just got back yesterday morning. Dude, it was the craziest. Ah, I'm so like fired up right now. Well, come on, talk to me. I, I mean, I've been up since 3 a.m. I've been crying, just praising God, just blown away, rejoicing at everything I've learned. It, I, I just, wow. like I'm reading the Bible for the first time. I'm just pumped. There's too much to wow. say. I, I could use a whole hour. Well, just, so, so give me two or three. I mean, what was the, what was the, what was the main deal? Well, give me so, two thoughts. You, you know, I think just, uh, uh, standing in the Jordan River the other day, you know. Just standing in the Jordan River the other day. Okay. But I'm reading, you know, our Bible reading that week was in Joshua. So I'm picturing, wow. and because that's the exact spot where they say Joshua crossed in. And yeah. that's where the, the Jordan stopped and he would have walked through there. And I never put it together that <clears throat> that's the same spot that Elijah crossed when he threw his cloak and parted the water. Okay, me neither. Yeah. It's the same spot that John the Baptist entered and baptized wow. Jesus. And so think about this. You've got Joshua, Yeshua, yes. who crosses at that point and enters the land of Israel. The promised land. You have Jesus yes. starting his ministry, entering that land. You've got Elijah, who's taken up to heaven right there. That's where his cloak falls, you know. And then Elijah, Elisha, you know, comes back with that cloak, with that mantle, throws wow. it in the water. It splits again. It's the wow. same place that, you know, Mo, you know Joshua was told, you're going to go there. Yep. And the ark is going to go in the water, right? Yes. The guys, I love that story. Ark goes in the water. That's And then Jesus goes into the same water. The, same, the presence of God, mm. the continuation of that. I'm just one thing after another, I'm for the first time in my life, piecing it together and going, this is insane. Mm. Uh, so just the, the continuity of scripture was just... Uh, Blowing my mind. I, I mean, wow. I've got like a hundred stories like that. I'm just, it's like I finally see the continuity of the whole Bible. I'm so pumped about it. Just, mm. I, I am so sure of what we believe. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I'm, I'm, these days, I'm a 110 percenter. It, it's not like, do I not only believe, I believe like beyond belief because it's just 
absolutely the way for the world. There is no other way other than Jesus, his word, and the yeah. glory of God. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I've just, I've never seen the continuity so clearly, and it just makes me worship where I go, God, every detail is just so perfectly. I mean, you know, just like when, uh, you know, he's telling Joshua, I'm going to show these people that I'm with you, you know, by you, you know, when the, the art goes in, it's going to stop. But then it's like, oh, it's the same thing that happened at the baptism of Jesus. Yes. Oh, that's when the spirit came down. And that's when you hear a voice from heaven. I'm with you. Mm -hmm. So same with Elisha. You know, it's like when he comes back and he gets the cloak after he comes off the chariot. He's like, come on. I, do I have your power or not? Mm. And boom, you know, it happens again. Yes. It's just that's fascinating to me. Yes. It's, hey, it's fascinating to me. I mean, I'm, I'm in. I believe again. Yeah. I, love it. I, I mean, here I am. I probably started studying the scriptures at 15, let's say, yeah. as far as yeah. on a daily basis. And now I'm 55. So yeah. 40 years later, I'm like piecing together things. It's almost like mm -hmm. I've been in the desert. And I'm like, what? I never saw yeah. this. Oh my gosh, I never saw this. You know, it's just uh, so many things this morning. Um, seriously, I was just like weeping, going, God, are you kidding me? Uh, you could do, you can do absolutely anything. Yes. Hey, you know, I'm with you 110%. I, yes. I, I was saying the other day, I, you know, I've known the Lord for 40 years and mm -hmm. I've had some ups and downs, but I've never pulled away from Jesus. So I don't have like a backsliding testimony. I've been yeah. leaning in, you know, weekly at week at times, but I'm, I'm, I've been in it. And yeah. in the last six months, I would say God has spoken more through dreams, visions, revelation, the scriptures coming alive than mm. any time in my life. And um, and it's it's for a purpose, right? God is doing something in our hour. He's he's letting us see. I, I uh, guess maybe that's what I would say. He's letting us see things that our hearts have always longed for, and we've not been not wanting it. But it's yeah. kind of like we've been saying, "God, let me see," and now He's kind of coming at us and saying, "Can you see?" You know, it's yeah. kind of like. There's these times and seasons in all of our lives where we're leaning in, we're crying out to God. We don't see, but by faith we're contending. And then the the, the scripts flips at seasons of life where God's just coming at us. And it seems so, the revelation is so amazing of God's goodness, his love, his continuity. Uh, everything uh, is coming together in these moments of time that I've, I've actually said, like last week I said, I think my skin's going to burst. I don't think I can contain yeah. this revelation of God's goodness, greatness, and uh, now yeah. um, intimacy. And I, I said, I'm giddy. Like, I'm, I'm 58. <laughs> I've known the Lord for 40 years. I'm waking up in the morning. I'm saying, who knows what God's going to do today? I mean, who knows what he's going to say? And... You know, I know, I, I mean, I'm mean, thinking about who's listening or not, but I don't know what everybody else thinks. But this is not just like grind it out, man. I mean, yeah. this is like open up and yeah. surrender. God's coming at us 
with such grace for us to hear and to see if we'll just put ourselves on the altar and by faith look into his face through his word and just say, come on, Lord, if you're looking for, I love what friend, one, friend, one friend said, he was reading Genesis 1 and Adam and Eve were walking and talking with God in the cold of the day. And he said, Lord, if you're looking somebody, for somebody to talk to again, I'm here. I don't know who wants to hear you, but I want to talk. Like, I, I want to walk and talk with you like Adam did. If you're looking for a friend, make me your friend. Yeah. And uh, he is coming uh, in just incredible ways. <laughs> I didn't I didn't realize that. So we've both been believers for about 40 years. Yeah. And wow. I didn't. Yeah, there we are. Yeah. I finally caught up to you on one thing. <laughs> 40 years. Yes. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, no. it's just interesting. I mean, I was looking at all the just the poetry and scripture like that, yeah. you know, you know, and then, you know, I'm staying on the Mount of Olives where <laughs> yes. I was down at this Temple Mount. So here's the, 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 the Mount of Olives. I'm imagining the, the you know, triumphal entry. Yes. Lazarus, you know, Bethany's right behind me. And I'm just thinking, whoa, he might have been marching in there as this yes. guy's dead. And, and then I'm just picturing like that same spot. Yeah. I mean, this is where Abraham took Isaac. This is where wow. David set up his temple. This is where all the sacrifices came down. This, wow. this even before that, I mean, you've got mm -hmm. Abraham going there to the king of Salem, Melchizedek. Yes. Offering there. And I'm like, all of this happened in that same spot. Yes. And now I'm standing on the Mount of Olives where Jesus ascended into heaven. And you've got those guys in white going, why are you guys looking up there? He's going to come back the same yes. way. Same spot where he's going to stand on it and split the ground. And I'm right there going, ah, <laughs> I'm with my kids. I'm explaining to them. Do you understand how insane Woo! Is and they're going nuts. Uh, I, I don't know. It's just life is. Good. I'm with you. I'm in it, man. I'm there with you. Going, come on. You know yeah. what I think. You know what I. You know what. What is. Um, what is fun. So uh, I, I, sometimes I'm sure you get this question like, "What do you guys do when y'all get together? If you and France are together, Andy or whatever." Yeah. I said, "We yeah. do this. Like, yeah. we're like kids. Yes. Just enamored with Jesus. Of course, there's serious moments and there's strategies to discuss and all this stuff." But in the end, yes. what brings us together is this joy of being with Jesus and the revelation that's coming about him. And then this opportunity to, to just be friends together and yeah. to get on his mission. I mean, when people talk about, oh, do I have to surrender? You know, oh, man. I'm like, are you kidding me? Who yeah. wouldn't want to surrender yeah. on the adventure of God for the glory of God? And he, man, that, that is just the invitation yeah. that's out there. <laughs> so far, I hope, I hope people get what's happening here. <laughs> As these two old guys are yes. about stuff we're learning right now that's yes. come out and feeling like I never, I mean, two guys, same way. I've never had this like, yeah, you take away my college days. I was a little rough. But other than that, yeah. I've been walking with the Lord. And yeah. I've not gotten bored of him. I don't right. feel like I'm up with something new. Yes. And I'm telling you, this last week was mind-blowing. Yes. I'm 
so in love with him. I'm so in love with the scriptures. I love the Bible so much more than ever. Yeah. Um, and I'm learning so much. Like, I'm yes. so, God, how did I not see this? Right. This amazing. I mean, just the fact, just throwing another little thing. Go, come on, man. Just the thought of being in the land of Israel. I mean, you know, we just kind of take it for granted. But think about this. I mean, for 2,000 years from Abraham until Jesus, 2,000 years, all we have is all this stuff about Israel. 2,000 years. Jesus comes. But then after Jesus leaves at AD 70, there's no longer Israel. It's destroyed by the Romans. Mm-hmm. So there's only, and then 2,000 years, you've got the church. Right. So you have 2,000 years of Israel, right. two years of the church. There's only 37 years from AD 33 to AD 70. Those 37 years is when the church and Israel exist on the earth at the same time. Mm. Just 37 years, 2,000 years of Israel. Then Israel's gone, and you got 2,000 years of the church Mm. until 1948. Yes. Now Israel and the church on the earth at the same time, and not until the Six-Day War in 1967 is Jerusalem. There's a really 1967, the year I was born, till today is the other segment in history, all of history, where the church and Israel are there at the same time. That's crazy. We are living in an amazing time. Okay, one more thing. Okay. Come on. Well, what happened before the Israel? Well, you had 2,000 years of Adam to Abraham. Okay, you got 2,000 years, Adam to Abraham, 2,000 years, Abraham Mm -hmm. to the church, 2,000 years of the church. Mm -hmm. Added together, you got 6,000 years. Mm. thousand years so what should come next a thousand years millennium years of- the thousand years rest I, i'm just like what <laughs> are we living in are we coming up on that last thousand years wow. of 20 i mean how do i not see this and it's just like peter says look a, a year, a day is like a thousand years. In years. This yeah. is everything is about, even as I'm driving through Israel, you've got these fields that will have signs on them and say, this is the Sabbath year where you, it's the year of rest. Wow. I had a Shabbat dinner for the first time, you know, where they do that every week, every, you yeah. know, have a day right. of rest. So it's every day. It's every, you know, every week, it's every seven years. And here we've had 6,000 years of human history. Mm. It only makes sense to me mm. that we're getting super close. And I'm not making any predictions. Sure. Please, please, please. I'm just saying you got to at least pay attention to that. Yes. And you, well, it's, it's, it's understanding the times. Yeah. 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 You got. And, and, and again, what I know about you and about us. All that does is just make me want to love Jesus more, oh. make me want to surrender more, make me want to preach mm. the gospel, go mm. to the nations. All it does is stir me mm. for the activation of God now. Yeah. Uh, not to sit around and just think about it. Let the revelation then activate your faith to extravagant mm-hmm. surrender to Jesus and extravagant surrender of our lives for such a time as this. Yeah. So, um, Wow. Okay. 
<laughs> so, what were I, we supposed to talk about? Uh, yeah, I, 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 I didn't mean myself. <laughs> well, we were we were talking about World Mandate October seventh okay. and eighth. Yes. Um, and uh, you know, our, I was just talking to Lindy uh, Kofer. Hey, oh, no. have you have you heard her new song, Empty Words? No, but she is oh. my favorite worship leader on this planet. Hey, do you know why? Of course, you know why. But why why are we both drawn to Lindy's music? It's the it's that pure, undefiled desire for Jesus, but uh, unto His glory in the nations. She doesn't just stop it. She then she she intercedes for breakthrough for the nations. So she carries the hunger for God, and she carries the partnership of God into her worship because her worship is intercession. It's it's hunger for God and it's desire for the peoples of the earth. That's what we feel, right? It's a purity yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's well, it's that it's her lifestyle. It's yeah. It's her heart for the Lord. Um yeah. Lindy is the best. And I say that having three kids who are worship leaders. I like Yes, this. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well she she's gonna be with us. So uh she's gonna be leading us out. Uh, worship over the weekend, and um, we're going to be tapping in to the revivals of old. What has God done, and what is God doing now, and all that good stuff. And you know, we'll, we'll talk about that uh, a little bit more. But we, when we were talking just a little bit ago, I had this phrase in my mind. You know, we we want uh, to have expectation, but no agenda. So there's an expectation that God is going to meet with us above and beyond we call ask or think, especially in these days, we should be giddy expectant and have no agenda. It, it's his space. It's his place. High expectation, low agenda, no agenda, so that Jesus can be himself in his yeah. house. And um, I love that. I, yeah. I just, I thought, man, I'll take that for a daily thought. I want high expectation, faith, what, what God is going to do above and beyond, I can ask or think today, but I have no agenda. So yeah. Lord, lead in a beautiful supernatural way. And um, man, I think that's what he's going to do, but that's what he has been doing. So, um, all right. Well, we were going to talk a little bit about which we've already done. What do you feel like God's saying now? <laughs> I, got, I got today's manna and <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, so, hey, what else has been going on uh, for you? Oh, I know man. we've had the Hunter City thing going down. And yes. what is what else has God been speaking? Obviously, this grand uh, hour that we're in. And um, so give, give me something else. What else? Yeah, I, I guess a lot of my focus, um, I, all I can think about is Israel. First of all, I'm jet lagged. Um, sure. It's great. Hey. What you got is, is, is good. Uh, not only good, it's, it's stirring. Huh? It was just super rushed trip. You know, I had like six yeah. days to land, so right. I'm just trying to learn everything I can. I mean, it's been like my fifth or sixth trip out there, but this was just purely study. Yeah. And um, But just looking at human history and looking at even the birth of the nation of Israel, did you know there was a guy named George Bush that wrote this book called Valley of Vision um, back in uh, the 1800s, early 1800s, 1844, talking about Israel right. and 
he was a professor. He was a professor of Hebrew. And he's talking about how the Jews need to get back in the land. I mean, he's one of the pioneers of this in the okay. early hundreds. His name was George Bush. And uh, over 100 years later, then, you've got one of his relatives, George He's a relative? Bush. Yes, he's like a distant wow. relative. I know. It, and, uh, and, and here George W. Bush is flying these Ethiopian Jews. He had a 36-hour window. Like, I, I don't know all the politics behind it, but he had 36 sure. hours to fly as many Ethiopians out of Ethiopia, Ethiopian Jews, into the land of Israel to settle them. And so he flew like 16,000 of them in that little window. Wow. I mean, you know, just little tidbits. Yeah. All the people that were just absolute heroes amidst the um, Holocaust and, you know, everything from Corey Sure, oh, I didn't yeah. know about Corey Tinboom's dad and right. that story and the history behind that. And obviously, uh, oh, what's his face? Um, Is it like Schindler and that kind of thing? No, no. Uh, our president. Uh, the current Trump. president? Truman, Truman, and Truman. Okay. Uh, you know, it was uh, it was fast. Okay, so I went, this is just kind of a funny story, but I went to uh, that Friends of Zion Museum. It's okay. in in Jerusalem, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's showing all the history. I mean, it's super intense, so powerful, just showing these heroes and and mm-hmm. you know, really explaining how it was these Christians that sure. brought this nation back here and really fascinating just people that gave their lives suffered tortured killed for this um but in the beginning (laughs) so lame in the beginning you go in and you know you're with a tour group of like 25 people and i'm with my and they go oh you know take a picture of yourself in one of these booths um and you get a souvenir at the end and what is it some sort of keychain or whatever so i'm like i take a picture you know i make a stupid face Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just thinking, oh, this will be funny when I show my kids. Well, I didn't realize my kids all did the same thing. Just made a goofy face, you know, when they took their own picture. Sure, like father, was- like son. Yeah. So anyways, we get to the end of this amazing presentation. Everyone's hearts moved, you know, people on the verge of tears. And, and then this slideshow goes, you know, where they're showing all these faces of people from the past doing amazing things. And it says, you know, here am I, send me, I'm the future of Israel. And then it starts showing people from the tour group. They use those <laughs> pictures and everyone's like, and then it's my family one at a time going, <laughs> Oh my gosh! It was, it was the fun. my kids and I were like dying, trying not to laugh as because no one knew that we all made stupid faces. And I'm seeing my face come on this screen, and I don't know whether to cry or whether this is like the proudest moment as a dad. But it was just, it was hilarious. Um, sorry. Wow. Do we, do we have a shot of that? Can you send that pic? I actually do have them. Great. But, hey, send it to me. They gave That's us a great five promo by, pick. Five by seven, like refrigerator magnets <laughs> of our faces. So we have it on our refrigerator because it was such a classic moment. Yeah, we can we can label it. God will send anyone. Yes. You know? 
Exactly. Uh, <laughs> it was pretty funny. But I, I did walk away from that going, mm-hmm. wow, these were modern day, just radical people mm-hmm. who gave their lives for the mission. And I mean, maybe that's prophetic. I don't want to be the sure. ball, you know, sure. you know, with my face going through the screen of, <laughs> yeah, all he did was make dumb faces and make people, <laughs> you, you know, I mean, here's sure. people who gave their lives and, yeah. and it's, it's, it's humbling. You go, man, that is what God can do through a human being. You're looking at all these people in history Amazing. you're going, man, they just, they weren't afraid. They mm-hmm. had to step up. Absolutely. Step up and say, look, I'm not backing down on this. Right. You know, yeah. like uh, Corey Ten Boom's dad, who, absolutely. You know, I mean, he was arrested and said, hey, stop rescuing these Jews and, you know, we'll kill you. And he just says, look, I would be happy mm-hmm. to die for these people. Yes. Absolutely. Whoa. And then he dies the next week. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Corey Ten Boom and her sister are taken into a concentration camp mm-hmm. where she watches her sister die. And I mean, this is hardcore stuff. And yes. and we have this lineage in us. Yes. Uh, these people. And we don't want to be the people that that drop the baton and go, oh, yeah, now we just you know, do a bunch of fun things to get people into church and keep them there. Mm-hmm. It's like, I like this. You want to kill me, kill me. Um, yeah. I don't want to waste my life. I don't want to waste mm-hmm. my life. I right. got a few years left, whatever, if that. And I just want to go for it. At the yeah. same time, reality that you and I are not kids um, yeah. and want to pass on everything we can to this next generation because yeah. we want white to stay on this earth long after long after we're gone yeah absolutely well and i think and um that is one of the reasons that's why we do world mandate is together the next generation uh and to empower them with the stories of old so that they can own the stories of the present and the future that god's wanting to do in and through them and you know i can't uh, help but think about cory tim boom it was so motivating for my own life and in my late teens, early 20s as a new believer, I read everything she had. She's written like four or five different books. She uh, had her teachings. You can still get them online. Wow. Um, talk about a surrendered life. And, of course, she got that from her father. Uh-huh. And then it, it was passed down to her. And then she deeply affected a lot of the YWAM leaders, Lauren Cunningham and uh, Floyd McClung and a lot of the YWAM movement was deeply affected by Corey's teachings and investment in their lives. So in one way, we, you see three generations just through the story you're just talking about, right? Her dad's resolve, he lost his life. She survives by the grace of God, but same surrendered spirit. Then God imparts to her the next generation of youth with the mission leaders. They're, mm-hmm. they're imparting to their next generation. And so you see the generational power of surrender, impartation, and givenness uh, mm-hmm. from one, uh, one generation to another. And, um, and, you know, I know that that's our passion is that in our own kids, you know, one, one of the things I know we uh, um, talk about uh, last time we were together, we talked about, you know, we lived in whole different worlds, you and I, not, not different worlds, but just yeah. um, different groups, different tribes, if you will. Yeah. And, um, but we raised our kids the same way. And yeah. uh, my kids are a little older because you're a little younger, like three whole years, but uh, and you got a lot more of them. But uh, that there was that sameness about 
our passion, like my whole deal was always, hey, I know my calling is to surrender, disciple, make disciples, plant churches, to, uh, you know, reach the nations for the glory of God. But if my kids don't get it more than me, then I missed the call. And mm -hmm. so our whole intention for Laura and I has always been about their discipleship, their empowerment, their um, uh, leadership and in, in the body of Christ. And so the joy is today is to have mm -hmm. all my kids involved with us in one way or the other. They're they're making disciples. They're living it out. They're they're going for it. But my my um, uh, what's the word? Our passion then as a family is not just to contain it within our family, but to pull people into family. And so for us, the church is the extended family of God that is uh -huh. contending for generation after generation for the glory of God. Uh, hey, and as long as we're rambling, because you rambled, I grew up with a lot of Jewish friends, um, uh, believe it or not, in a place called Beaumont, Texas. And my best friend was Jewish. So I went to a lot of bar mitzvahs, boss mitzvahs. But one of the things that I uh, remember is the intensity of the family. So uh, they uh, loved me. And, you know, they, 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 they the, you know, Middle Easterners, they, they, they're loud and they go for it and they argue but you never had a sense of anybody's going anywhere, right? They would, they would just be so intense and, uh, when, in their play and their, in their family life, and they would pull me in. But then one day in particular, uh, I played, I was playing a, a tennis tournament against the sun. So my best friend, I'm a part of the family and my family never showed up at anything. So I'm, I'm playing their son. And all of a sudden this whole family, they didn't care about me. They, they literally just, I mean, family, aunts and uncles, and I mean, there were probably 50 of them in the stands, just Earl, and, and I beat the kid, just want to make note, but, but it was, but I was on an island. All of a sudden, I was not family, because yeah. the, the connectivity and the commitment to the next generation, even, yeah. you know, goofy things like sports or whatever, but I, I look back on that with fondness, not I didn't, you know, they rejected me for a moment, but then they reaccepted me. Uh, but the intensity of contending for the next generation, uh -huh. uh, a Jewish family will lay down everything uh -huh. with absolute intentionality because they know that the future of Israel is based on their children's prosperity uh, in their faith and in the yes. purest Jewish communities, in their faith and in their position and place among the community and take that to the church, right? That's, yeah. that's our calling, right? Is that our sons and daughters glorify God, find their spot on the wall to propagate this message of the kingdom until we see him face to face. And um, yeah. to me, that's, that's what we're all about. I know that's what God's doing in us afresh yeah. in a new way, not only in our own intimacy with Jesus, but we are contending for the next generation. And so couple of things that I would just say to everybody listening, if you are the next generation, kind of, well, you know, pick your age, but let's just say 30 and under for old guys like us, that would still be the next generation. Uh, we want to invite you as well as anyone of any age to be at World Mandate because we're going to pull, be family for the weekend. We're going to meet with God and then we're going to call you and compel you to join the family in this family mission to surrender our lives fully to Jesus and his message and then let him fling us wherever we are needed so that that extended family of God has no end until we see him face to face. Yes. Good. Well said.
Amen. That's yeah. a Bible spike. I just thought, boom, there it is. That's good. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, I think we got to wrap this. Okay. Uh, so um, I love you. I miss you. Yeah. Um, I'll, okay. I'll holler at you after we get off. Good, good. <laughs> All right. I love you, buddy. Hi, All right. Lisa. Everybody, hi. Okay. All right. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Seibert and the Antioch Movement. For more information, please visit jimmycybert.com and antioch.org. We'll see you next time.